that thing was in August back then. And I was like, fuck, it's going to be hot. It's going to be miserable. Dude, yesterday it was so hot that we were at this one venue. I went in the bathroom and I sat down on the toilet with my pants down just to cool off for like 30 minutes. Everybody was like, where did you go? I was like, oh, you know. Grab the KY and get yourself ready. You got some slide to do. Welcome to episode 40 of the DM Monday podcast. I'm Trey Lewis, and this is my podcast. This is Mitch Wallace. This is Trey Bonner. What's up? Um, This is our first time ever doing a live podcast, and what better place than Live Oak to do it, you know? This is where uh, Dick Down in Dallas went viral. It was right here on this stage, the first video, Um, CMA week. Wait, is your mic on? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's on. You're just not it's that It's not very loud in the yeah. monitor, though. More monitor, please. Come on, Nick. Where's Step the sound guy? Can I get some more of me in the monitor? I've never been able to say that. I'm sorry. I just wanted to try it. <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, CMA week in Nashville. How's everybody doing, Mitch? I know you're hungover. Yeah, I'm brutally hungover. Mitch last was night good in that vest uh, last night. Yeah, we went to the Priscilla show last night at Skydeck. It was a blast. Um, I feel awful today. So Yeah. Uh, yesterday when we, when we like got there, like after walking around, I went to AJ's and karaoke my own song. It was pretty lit. Um, (laughs) but, uh, anyways, I, when we got to Priscilla's show, we got like armbands to go like in the VIP or whatever. And I went up there and I took my boots off and I massaged my own feet in front of everybody. I just didn't give a fuck, you know? It's not the first time that's happened. Any good looks? I mean, I might do it right now. No, I really do. You also did that at CAA yesterday. Uh, oh, CAA, yeah. Yeah, you were walking around barefoot at the uh, event. At CAA? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they told me to. Yeah. Oh. It was just like, yeah, go ahead and do that. Um, yeah, another thing that happened at uh, CAA that was hilarious was the golf simulator. The golf simulator. So I just signed it um, at it's CAA for, um, for booking. And, yeah, so it's been awesome. Um, booking shit out of shows. Going to be playing a ton this year. Yeah, Check it's out a my new website, treylewismusic.com. It's a new thing, and you still have to make that like first impression with CAA. Yeah. And we definitely made one yesterday. I wasn't there. Tell me about it. It's great. I hope Colin's in here somewhere. We I don't get see him, him yet. Yeah. He's probably late like everything else. So we were at uh, CAA. They took us up and to the top floor, giving us free, free drinks and food, and it was a blast. And I went down to the seventh floor to see the golf simulator. And our guitar player is a golfer. He golfs three or four times a week. So I called him and I was like, dude, you should come down here, like hit this golf simulator because I don't know what I'm doing. And he showed up. He was so excited. He probably talked shit the whole way there. Yeah, he like picked up the driver and knew the name of it. He was like, y'all have one of these in here? Yeah. Awesome. Dude, he, had, he was so excited. He got up there and he took a practice swing and wasted everybody's time watching him. And... uh then he, he took the first swing of this golf simulator, this badass golf simulator, like full like lights, sensors, everything. 
And he took a first swing and let go of the club. Just and swung the club right into the screen. The club hit the screen before the ball did. <laughs> so everybody on our team is dying laughing, and everyone on CAA's team is like, yep, you guys are done. <laughs> We're done with the golf simulator for today. And it was hilarious. Freaking. I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. And then we were fucking with him in the group text, talking about like how he made all these damages and stuff. It was really good. Did he actually? Um, no, he didn't damage anything. Well, I was with my mom, of. and I told her he did, so I got to call oh. her after this. Bonner, what's been going on with you? Are you dying or what, man? I think so. I had a colonoscopy yesterday, so... Nice. <laughs> this is the first real substance I've had in a couple days. Were you so, not allowed to eat? Uh, from, like, Thursday to... After the colonoscopy, I ate, but... Yeah, I didn't eat on Thursday, so it was lame. Damn. Nice. Um, so you're going to Bonnaroo? Yeah, next week. Are you going to die at Bonnaroo? I hope not. Yeah? That would Hopefully be bad. get all that uh, figured out before you... Uh... What are your plans there? Are you going to stay in a tent? Or you got like, a nice uh, We have like, the situation? easy up canopies, and then we like pretty much just like don't put the sides on them. We run them. We'll have like five of them. Brian, Brian Fraser will be there to make sure everything runs Is there runs showers? Smooth. Uh, there is, but they're like 10 bucks a day, so it's just not worth it. Oh, that definitely seems worth Dude, it. Dude, I forgot my deodorant last year. Jesus. That was Dude. bad. So let's get, this, uh, let's get this, this thing spinning over here. This wheel? Folks, we need some crowd participation up here. We need somebody to come spin the wheel. <laughs> come on. Who's going to be the first one? We got some nasty-ass food up here. Um, we got two requirements to spin we the got wheel. Some, you can win some free shit, some free, free raised rowdy swag. Um, Bonner tells a terrible dating story. Um, free DM Monday merch. Gross pizza. Gross pizza. Somebody come spin the wheel. Come on, I need somebody. You got it? What's your name, my man? Michael. Michael. Y'all give it up for Michael. Somebody give me Let's a go, Michael. Yeah. Uh, Looks That's like free, free DM, DM merch Monday. Give him, give him your shirt size over there. All right. Yeah, I can't talk today. Dodge the bullet there. Um, anybody else? Come on a, up here. I want a gross pizza. Somebody else come spin it. Did they have to eat come the on, pizza? Girl. What's your name? Deanne. Deanne, thank you for being here. I Let's appreciate go, Deanne. it. Deanne. Spin that thing. Gross pizza. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Let's go. Which one are you going to eat? Um, Deanne, pick a number one through four. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's not good. Does she have to eat it or does... <laughs> she has to eat one slice of it. No, 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 no. We all have to take a bite. No, we don't. That's not the rule. Yeah, you're taking a bite. What is that, spam? <laughs> I think so. There's no mustard or mayonnaise on it? All right, this is spam pizza. You don't have to eat the whole thing, she, but you got to She's not eating it. We have to eat it. No, I thought she has to eat it. There's the thing on there that says okay, trade. Okay, whatever. I didn't make bite. the rules. I'm just here. Yeah, just one bite. Do you like Spam? No. No, I do not. You hate it. Have you, you gotta, ever had Spam? You got to get a good bite, though. I mean, like, you know. I don't even know what Spam is. Halfway down. Oh! What is it? Is good it bad? bad? That looked good. Yeah, you should have picked one. Let me see. It doesn't look that bad. Let me get a Dude, bite. It smells here awful. Here we go. We're doing Stinks really bad. It's so bad. Let me look at it. That ain't it. <laughs> All right, putting it down. Fuck y'all. I'm gonna get it down. 
Yeah, it tastes like shit. It smells terrible. I can swallow. Are you actually throwing up? Hey, medical. Oh. Here's I a- need a trash can. I can't eat this. It's disgusting. Uh, yikes. <laughs> oh, for real. <laughs> Was that his hand? Oh, yeah, he just put it in his hand. He couldn't oh, put it in the no. cup. That's it, some New York His shit girlfriend right is not going to like that. Well, for those of you who don't know, um, Troublemakers is the name of my new record that's going to be coming out later this year. And uh, this is the official fan club. So if you're here, I appreciate you being here. Um, be sure to um, scan that QR code and subscribe to all my shit and uh, keep up with what we're doing. Um, is it time to get our guest on? Yeah, let's do it. Chris Cavenfar, where are you at? Come on up here. Y'all give it up for Chris one time. Chris Cavenfar survived cancer. Y'all give it up yeah. for him. Hell yeah. Get Let's it up go. here. Oh, there's Miss Wendy. Oh, my mom's here. Y'all give it up for my mom. Yeah, hey, Wendy. Wendy. <laughs> She's definitely going to be a guest. <laughs> I feel like you needed a walk-on song. You know what I mean? Yeah. What would be your walk-up song? Do you have one already, like, for life? I think it'd be Nick. I, I, don't, I don't have a walk-up song. But before we do anything, I, I told Trey before this, I've noticed something being in Nashville all morning this morning. There's nothing that has the white community in a chokehold quite like Hey Dudes. <laughs> it's, it's so bad. I mean, they're comfort. Raise your hand if you have Hey Dudes on. Oh, oh, on. Not on. <laughs> it's awesome. great. That yeah. and on clouds. There's gotta I be love my too. on clouds. I've got a pair I, I wear. But, but as a fat boy, the clouds get pushed down real easy. Real, you get the fat boy slide that come yeah. off. You slide off. You the take a step and them. like the little holes go into nothing. Yeah, absolutely. I got yeah, beef with the hay dudes though. They last like three months. Yeah, I've never worn a pair. Um, just I can't bring myself to do it. I ordered a pair and they, I didn't like them. You didn't like them? No. So anyway, Chris, you're you've been friends with Trey for how many years? Fourteen years. 14 14. Years. 14. Me and Chris got sober together. I was like two years sober. Chris has been on the podcast twice now. Um, and our last episode we did was quite interesting. If you haven't checked it out, go check it out. But uh, Chris got testicular cancer and uh, now has one testicle. Y'all give it up for him. Come yeah. on. Just one. Hell yeah. Hold up yeah. those ones, baby. Yeah. So, one dude, I was a, What's that? Hold up them ones for that one Hold ball. up them ones, <laughs> baby. Let's see them. <laughs> Thank you, Key. Um, he has the most <laughs> viral video on our uh, DM Monday page. And, about uh, ringing the bell. About ringing yeah. the bell, yeah. yeah. Tell us about that. Tell us about the bell, dude. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean like, like, a, like, like I talked about on that episode, I, I was getting my last round of, my last treatment in my, in my round of chemo, and the nurse that was giving me my, my last infusion, she said, so this is your last day, right? And I said, yeah. And she said, so you're going to ring the bell, right? And I was like, nah, you know, I... I just don't feel like I'm a part of this cancer club. Like, I know people who are dying of cancer, and I'm going to be fine. I had my survival rate was 98% from the jump. And, and uh, she looked at me and, and she told me, she said, If you think that bell's for you, you're, you're wrong. That bell's for your wife who's coming here and sat with you. That bell's for your mom who's coming here and sat with you. That bell's for all of your friends and family who have prayed, sent food, all that, you're ringing the fucking bell today. And that, and that was the, almost verbatim the conversation we had. And I told that story on the last podcast, and 
uh, since then, I've had to go in for one of my, my screenings, and one of the infusion nurses came out and said, hey, we, we saw your clip on Instagram, you talking about us, we, we just, we appreciate it, and we love you, you know, that was... That's so that cool. Was, I didn't know yeah. that. That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. so it was yeah, it was a really cool... Was she like, I didn't say fucking... No, she said fucking. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, she like closed that curtain, and she got real close to me, and she's yeah. like, I don't give a fuck. So I saw you went to a soccer game recently? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who'd you go with? A uh, bunch of guys from work. Yeah. Um, we went to the Birmingham Legion game. Nice. How was that? Brutal? Um, it's my first soccer game that I've ever been to, so it wasn't that bad. Uh, there was like 18,000 fans there. Really? Yeah, I mean, it was... So at the time, what I what I read on Twitter after the game, because it was that bad, like after the game, I was on Twitter reading about the game. Yeah, and it's the most fans in attendance in a soccer game in Alabama. So I was I was there. We were in a box. So You're part of that. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I had fun. <laughs> there was some pushing and shoving. They, the whole crowd started chanting "fuck you, ref." I mean, it was it was my kind of party. <laughs> did you uh, did you know like the rules? I, I don't know the rules of soccer. I don't know a single rule. Yeah. Yeah. I don't so know. So you're just screaming just, whatever anybody Yeah, I'm a fan screaming. of sports. And I was yeah. like, let's go. They were like, hey, we're going to watch soccer. We got a box at Protective Life Stadium in Birmingham. I was like, yeah, let's go. Yeah, he sent me a Snapchat and it said, I'm as lost as last year's Easter egg. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. What's even worse than that is the where I work, we have a company soccer team that I am on. Oh, no. Yeah. Are you good? No. What position no. do you play? I knew the answer before uh, I Goalie. Asked. Goalie, yeah. yeah. Can you stop any balls? Uh, a couple couple yeah <laughs> what's y'all's record uh i think we're oh i think we're one and one. Oh, well that's not bad yeah i wasn't at the last game that's probably why that's exactly why so uh, i hear i hear next year you might be a baseball coach for your little son's baseball team yeah so kane's uh five he's doing five six coach pitch and uh i've done like the assistant the helping out um and and my my wife's pressuring me she's like you should just coach yeah that's a lot. The best part of being a coach is if your son sucks at baseball, he still gets to pitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, baseball's fun. It's also a, it's a nightmare. Um, I mean, parents, I mean, you know, it's, uh, I don't know if it's something I really want to take on. You got to give it a shot. I want to talk, I want to come back to the, uh, you having ball cancer. Okay. First of all, the episode, if you haven't seen it, about Chris's journey through testicular cancer um, it's serious, and there's some really informative stuff in there that I enjoyed talking about. Um, so go watch that if you you know want to know deeper. But for now, the most fun thing to take away from it from all the guys is the the main tip is to play with your balls. Yeah, and touch them. Play with Every your balls. Day. Play Every with day. them, baby. Every day. Touch them. Just touch them. Yeah, I feel mean, on them, you know. Let other people play with yeah, them. Too. Yeah, yeah, and then get a second opinion from yeah, your wife. You get, let her yeah, feel on yeah, them. get your girlfriend. You not wife. his wife, but your wife. Yeah, I'm not my I mean? wife. <laughs> Just get get a female around you to fill on your balls. Yeah, and see if it's anything weird going. It's on. for science. It's for science, guys. Yeah, it might save your life. Exactly. <laughs> Is that exactly. how you found it? Do what? Is that how you found it? Yeah, I mean, how I found. Oh, you weren't there. I wasn't uh, there. No. Yeah, how I found it I was laying on the couch watching TV, and I. Was, my wife was sitting on the other couch. I was like, hey, come over here and feel this. <laughs> and she's like, nah, not, not, you're not, you, no. Nope. We already talked about like, you fucking up the golf simulator. <laughs> hey, y'all, like. this is Colin right here. Y'all give it up for Colin right here. He's the one that left the golf some noise. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we told the story. It's hey, on the internet forever. The haircut looks good, though, Colin. Anyway, you told her to come over and fill in your balls. She told you to screw off. 
yeah, yeah. She was like, you're not getting me with that. And, and I finally got her over there to fill it, and it was just like she saw a ghost. She's like, you're going to the doctor tomorrow. Yeah, and your wife works in medical, right? Yeah, she's very familiar with everything, and yeah. so she, uh, she had me in the doctor's office. By the way, when um, me and Chris have been, like I said, we've been friends for a long time. How are you leaning so far back? We used to live together. Man, I'm kicking it, all right? But uh, he sent me a uh, picture of his one testicle on Snapchat. And it, like, looks normal, you know what I mean? It's pretty cool. On Snapchat? Yeah. yeah. So you couldn't save it. Yeah. So he couldn't well, save I, it. I think I screenshotted it. <laughs> He's probably got Screenshot. it. All right, there's something that I want to talk about here on. So I feel like the whole point of this today is get to pe- people to see what the actual podcast is like. So maybe bring awareness to it. Um, go subscribe. Yeah. Uh, it's fun. We talk about way worse shit than we can do in a live setting here today but um chris has this tattoo now i mean let me, let me just paint this picture for you me and chris got sober together and i mean <laughs> when i say we got sober together we were living in the same house we shared underwear like we went to all we did was just go to aa meetings all the time and like and Applebee's. drink energy drinks play call of duty guitar and, hero um but Chris comes home one day, and uh, one of our friends that was getting sober, too, bought a tattoo gun and said that he wanted to start doing <laughs> tattoos. And uh, Chris was like, dude, I'm going to get a tattoo. And back then, like, affliction was a thing. Chris was, like, real big into, like... Uh, let's, let's back this up. I was, I was about 30 minutes sober. <laughs> Um, you know, uh, it was like a year, but no, it was like thirty days. Uh, still hung over. We weren't even. We weren't. I still had my apartment. Like we weren't officially living together yet. Um, I walked outside of this this AA meeting, and there's this guy out there, and I walked into a conversation of him telling people like, "Yeah, I do. T- I, I do. T- I got my new tattoo gun." I was like, "Oh, cool. You do tattoos?" And he was like, "Yeah," and uh, I was twenty. And like Trey said, this was back in 2009. Like, if you didn't have an affliction shirt, you, you, weren't, you weren't living. Yeah, if you didn't uh, shop at Buckle. Like, if I couldn't smell your cologne as soon as you walked in yeah. the door, we weren't hanging out. You know what I mean? And I, Now it's like, let's not hang out, you know? Yeah. It's like and a tin I, roof thing. If so you know, know what I'm talking about, things. you know what I'm talking about. And I had this affliction shirt on that had wings on the back. And, uh, and I asked the guy, I was like, he's like, you want a tattoo? I was like, yeah, I'd like a tattoo. And he's like, what are you thinking? I was like, well, what about these wings? And he was like, cool, like we can shrink them down. I was like, no, this size. And I have wings from my shoulder to my ass cheek. Um, you you got to show us. Yeah, you got to show I'll, it. I'll show it, all right? But let me... Let me th- it's really not cool. It's even worse. I have three kids, and they love the fucking beach. <laughs> and there's nothing worse than being at the beach with your family, and you've got these ginormous angel wings. And it's every time I hear it, Mommy, look, that guy's got wings. You know, it's like... <laughs> and every, they're terrible, And they're terrible. <laughs> they're awful. Yeah, so... Did Trey tell you... you. I'm sorry. Did, did Trey tell you it was bad when you got it? Was he like, dude, that, that fucking sucks? I think he came home and I was just like, "Oh my god, dude, that's awful." <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like, it, I should have. And like, everybody is just like, and like, you know, I think that something that you learn early in recovery is, is that like, well, at first, I know for me, it was like you got to be honest about everything and you can't lie, you know. So it's like, I don't know. I think people in early recovery take that as like a thing of like, 
you got to be honest about everything, which you probably shouldn't be, you know? I kind of wish people would have. I wish there would have been people. So you got to lash in from everybody. Yeah, afterwards. Yeah. You know, what I needed was all those people standing beside me when he was like, great, yeah, follow me to my apartment and we'll do this. (laughs) Um, Did you go do it that day when he said he had a gun? We started that night. Oh, my Like 30 minutes after that conversation. They're completely unfinished. Who wants to see Chris's terrible tattoo? Chris, I'll hold Chris, the mic Chris, for you. Chris, Chris, Chris. Make sure you show him that crackney too. <laughs> Let's go. Look at that feather on the bottom. You hear the crowd? They're like, oh. That feather tramp stamp the on tramp the bottom. Stamp. <laughs> All right, one more bad tattoo story. I hate you. <laughs> is there another one? You're the highlight you. of the day. Yeah. Yeah, so um, Chris's last name is Caven Far. With an N. Yeah, let's get into that story. So I turned 18, like a few days after my 18th birthday, um, about 18 beers in, a handful of pills in, and a, a buddy of mine was like, let's go get some tattoos. And I, he's like, I know this guy named Doughboy. He does really good work. And so I was like, great. Doughboy. And what does every 18-year-old guy do? He goes and gets his last name. You know, like, that's what I want. That's my brand. So uh, we go in this this in Roebuck, if you're familiar with Birmingham at all. It's not a great part of town. And we go into this tattoo shop in Roebuck, and Doughboy tells me, hey, write your name down right here. He's like, what font do you want? I was like, oh, it's got to be Old English. Um, And so I write my name, and he puts the stencil on, and I look at the back of my arm. I was like, yeah, it's great. looks perfect. Starts tattooing. Everything goes good. I hand him the 50 bucks that he charged me for it. Uh, the next morning, I was at work showing off my brand new tattoo, and someone said, uh, or it was $90. Someone said, how much you pay for that? I said, well, 90 bucks, $10 a letter. And he said, well, you better go get $10 back. And I said, what are you talking about? And I knew, just knew he was fucking with me. And uh, <laughs> I looked down, and I started counting. I went, see, look, K-A-Y-V-O, fuck. And so he left the N out of my last name. So the back of my arm says Cavo for. And uh, now everybody calls me Cavo, and that's why. So yeah. I'd show you, but you, you can, if you didn't know, you wouldn't see it. So that's the good thing about that. I'll never fix it, ever. It's just part I of I mean, me. how do you fix that? You don't. You but don't. you do have some other badass tattoos, but yeah, two I'm, bad ones is two, enough. Two to, bad ones is enough to yeah. X out everything yeah. else. So. Um, Thank you for sparing, uh, tell me telling us that story, those stories. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be the third time so, on this podcast. So that clip went viral of you with the testicular. Did you get any crazy DMs from yeah, it? Yeah, so I, I do want to talk about, like, this is cool. So, you know, like, being in recovery, like, part of the thing that, that where it really gets cool when you've been sober for a while is somebody, you meet somebody and they tell you your story and you're able to help them because they've been through the same exact experiences you have and you're able to share your experience, strength, and hope with them. And it's as I've gotten older, it's not just recovery-related, but I've dealt with a lot of people that... or I've talked with a lot of people that have shared my experiences in life and I've been able to share my insight. So I did that podcast, and about a week after it aired and uh, really started taking off on Instagram, I'm not going to say the guy's name, but I got a DM from a guy that uh, it just t- he told me, he's like, man, I, I just had surgery to have my left testicle removed. And, you know, I've got a meeting with an oncologist, and I'm, 
scared shitless about it and really just because I didn't want to seem like a, a weird fangirl or anything, but just wanted to let you know that like, that podcast helped me. Um, like we've been talking back and forth since then. Um, he's he's going to do the same thing I did. He's going to do the one round of chemo. Um, but like that was that was the the one cool thing that came from that is that somebody had reached out and messaged me going through the same exact thing, and I was able to exp- share what I went through like emotionally, physically, um, yeah. and that that was just real. That was probably the coolest thing I've experienced from that. Nobody DM'd you and was like, hey, let me touch that thing. Let me see it. No, not good. I'm in the guys with one ball. What's, yeah. what's the uh, best one ball joke you've gotten since the surgery? Man, I, I came up with it. I was okay. ri- So, like, our friend group's pretty brutal, and, like, I expected one ball jokes from the rip. And it, it got to the point where I was finally like, hey, guys, y'all can joke about this. Um, and I feel like I came up with the best one, and I started calling myself Cave One Far. <laughs> So, that's pretty good. But like every, I mean, everything else is like you know. I walked out back into the office for the first time since my after my surgery. I was like, "Hey guys, I'm half the man I used to be," you know. I mean, but nobody, everybody, every time I made a joke about it or like a cancer joke or something, everybody was kind of like, "Buddy, you don't you don't have to joke about it. You yeah. can be sad." And, um, that's great. But yeah. All right, you ready to spin this wheel? Yeah, I'm I mean, you gonna eat to. some gross stuff. I'll, I'll eat some gross pizza. I'll hey, is Big Worm still here? Yeah. Where's he going? Spin your kid. Spin thing, it. Spin the thing it, about spinning the wheel. Do I? Come spin it. I didn't even know you were here. Thank you for being here. Spin this thing. Spin it hard. Yeah. Tear it down. It's uh, looking like gross pizza. You ready to eat some gross pizza? You eat gross pizza, you get a free koozie. Come on, come up here on stage. Kenzie. You have to pick a number. Come on, girl. Big worm. There you are. You just had to blurt out a number two. Uh, <laughs> she wasn't here earlier. <laughs> okay. Skittle pizza. <laughs> that doesn't look that bad. Nothing gross about that. We need to really. We need a can of anchovies. That's what we need. We need to get you up here somehow. Do you like Skittles? All right, take you a big bite of that. I just want to say this girl right here has been coming to shows for a long time. Um, it's probably she used to come see me play when the, she was the only person there. So y'all give it up for our girl, Kizzy. Yeah. Oh yeah! Don't break your teeth. That's what I was scared of. <laughs> what do you think? Is it is it a is weird it? mixture? I gotta try it. Talk it. Let's see. Barney, are you in? Come nah. on. I mean, give me that thing. Come on, Barney. Come on. I love Skittles. <laughs> Taste the rainbow. That's pretty terrible. <laughs> That's not good at all. Pretty awful. Let's put that down. That's gross. Brill, I want you to try it. Brill. Well, what am I, y'all get up for my best friend Chris one time. Come on. Yes. Yeah. He drove three hours just to be here today. So I love you. Our next guest coming up is a guy by the name of Big Worm. Get your ass up here, Big Worm. Yeah. That shit does not taste good together. I forgot I had Zen in my mouth, and I'm sitting here chewing on that. That's not good. 
Oh, it tastes so bad. I gotta put this on there. Sorry. What is that? That's my Zen. I chewed it in half. Ugh. I quit vaping. Tomorrow makes two weeks. So. I've only had uh, one uh, emotional breakdown. Yeah. I cried on my way home. Fat, tall guys cry. Yeah, there's Bud Light in there. I cried on my way home the other night. Big Worm, do you ever cry? Once in a while. What makes a big worm cry? <laughs> well, recently it was Tom Hanks. Oh, really? What yeah. movie? His new movie, uh, Man Called Otto. Oh, dude, that movie's great. Fucking A, man. I fucking love watching movies. You know he's in town right now. Oh, really? With his wife. Dang. Yeah, I'm, going to, to, I'm, I'm going to see her tonight at the Bluebird. To oh, she plays music? Yeah. He's his wife. Yeah, Rita Wilson. Oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome. I didn't know yeah. that. So she sang the song that plays over the end credits of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So they're gonna. She's gonna be there nice. I'm hoping Tom Hanks is gonna hang out and. Well, dude, thanks for being here today, dude. Absolutely, um, brother. I'm glad I texted you this morning. I'm glad that I ran into Rick. Um, for those of you that do watch the podcast, I've talked about it before. Um, uh, my best friend Trip. Um, we were friends in high school when we grew up. Passed away from heroin overdose and uh he was one of my good friends and his dad's here today y'all give it up for rick norris yeah um but anyways dude um so glad you're here rick told me he ran into you he said i wish i had a big worm and i said yeah Every, everybody wishes don't that. we all for those you don't know um <laughs> uh big worm is a country music connoisseur that's what i would call you right what, what would you yeah was that what yeah, you said? sounds about right yeah. um we first met probably in 2014. At, at least. At uh, Rogue yeah. Tavern in Birmingham, Alabama. Yep. I would do uh, yep. opening shows for the country acts coming through. Yep. And uh, Big, Big Worm's tall ass would be standing in front front row. Blocking everybody's He's, view. Dude, he would be singing the words even if he didn't know the words. Just you know what I mean? Up like, I'd make something up. Um, one of the coolest things you ever did... Um, was I, I always say that Big Worm was responsible for making um, when Grandpa uh, Wish Grandpa's Never Died by Riley Green go viral on the internet. He was the person that posted the video from his phone on YouTube, right? On YouTube, yeah. Like four million views or something. Mm-hmm. May of twenty nineteen. And now it has what, like ten million views? Yeah, I don't even know. That's crazy. It's crazy. Ex- explain what that was like. I, I mean. It, I mean, you've been going to rally shows forever, for, for right? For years, yeah. yeah. And I got, it was just any other show. I was just there recording it, and I decided to post it on YouTube, not knowing what was going to happen. And within a matter of time, I mean, you had Mitch Trubisky from the Bears has seen it, Brad Paisley. Like, all these famous fuckers seen my little video that, you know, was nothing. Um, and then Riley reached out asking if he could use my video to promote the song. Yeah. And... Uh, it it became his only platinum record he's ever had yeah. to this day. That's so awesome. it was it was pretty cool. He yeah, I, got, was, I was mad that song didn't go number one. <laughs> I know it totally should have should have. It makes no right? sense. One of the greatest songs in country music in the last ten years. Grandpa's never died. Right? Absolutely. He should have got worm a plaque. Right. I mean, it is what it is. We'll get you a dick down to Dallas plaque. You want one? <laughs> Hell yes. Hell yeah. I know you'll hold me to it too. I will. <laughs> Alex, get on that. <laughs> Where's Alex? Right in here. That Alex to the list. <laughs> What's up, Ben Miller? How you doing? Ben. Y'all give it up for Ben Miller. What up? 
Was Ben Miller in that viral video? So, Big Worm, I just want to know, man, you've been to probably how many concerts? Could you even keep count? Maybe over a thousand in it's, your lifetime? It's definitely been over a thousand for sure. Yeah. What was your, I want to know what your first concert was ever in your whole life. Fucking have no idea, but the first one that comes to mind was George Jones in, in Double Springs, Alabama, middle of Podunk, nowhere. <laughs> Kiss my ass. Did you say he's old? Yeah, you're old. I mean, I, I would I'd trade places with you to see. What's George your favorite Jones concert you've seen? Um, What's up, Big Worm? I'm Mitch. Nice to meet you, brother. What's your favorite one? I mean, as far as entertainment wise, it's Garth Brooks every day. Yeah. He just nobody entertains like Garth Brooks. He just he's something different. He's a different ball of wax for sure. Yeah. yeah. What What's y'all's best and first shows? Uh, for shows, who's like my favorite that I've seen live? Yeah, and your first show. Um. Well, I don't go to many concerts because I'm always playing. <laughs> but uh, I will say, um, so I was dating this girl at one point, and uh, I bought tickets to Rock the South. And this was before 2014 Rock right, the South. Right. And it was Eric Church, and I've never seen Eric Church live. He's like a bucket list for me, you know. And um, But I also thought that thing was in August back then. And I was like, fuck, it's going to be hot. hot. It's going to be miserable. Yeah, my skin's going to be sticking to my legs. <laughs> Dude, yesterday it was so hot that we were at this one venue, Alan Jackson's. I just went in the, I went in the bathroom and I sat down on the toilet with my pants down just to cool <laughs> off for like 30 minutes. Everybody was like, where did you go? I was like, oh, you know, whatever. But that's really what I was doing. Um, but I was just thinking it'd be hot. Well... I bought tickets for that, and I bought tickets for, uh, you know how, like, you meet somebody? I'm real toxic, so I just go all in, like, right away, you know? And I just went ahead and started making all these plans for me and this girl, knowing probably in the back of my mind that it wasn't going to work out. But I bought tickets for that, and I bought tickets for Jason Aldean. And uh, so we break up, like, a month later, obviously. And uh, I was like, well, yeah, you can just have these tickets throughout the South, you know, like, just as a parting gift or whatever. And... um, so she goes to the thing and she meets this guy and I think they're married now. Yeah, Are the guy, the guy she took because of your tickets. Stuff. Yeah, I've been good luck, Chuck, in a, you did in that, a, in a number of situations. Yeah, Hell yeah, yeah. Mean, um, mean but both. anyways, so a few months roll by. It's a uh, Jason Aldean, Luke Combs, and Lauren Elena. Right. At um. I was there in course. Tuscaloosa. Yeah, and I had pit tickets and I called up Chris because me and Chris we love some old school Aldean. I mean, it's, it's really nothing better, right? right? Can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah. So um, I was like, dude, I got these tickets. Let's go. Well, this bitch, I'm sorry, mom. This girl, she had the audacity <laughs> to text me and say, what about those outing tickets? Can I get those too? And I was like, no, you ain't getting all those. So <laughs> I went to the concert. But all that to say, the whole story is that Aldine is probably my favorite live show that I've I've seen. It's the energy is just unmatched. So did you know that same show they actually filmed the SEC on CBS? Yeah, I was, they I was played in it that twice. Video. They played it twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in that video. Uh, what song was it? Oh, I think shit. it was like uh, "That's the Only Way I Knew." Was I it think that you one? Might be right. Yeah. Are we back? Maybe. 
Because that was the same year I filmed with Big and Rich. They're coming to your city for ESPN's College Game Day. Yeah. It's been on every year for like the last four or five years. Yeah, that was awesome, man. Yeah. We listened to, we were like, me and Chris were total fangirls. We listened to Aldine the whole way. Right. Took from Birmingham to Tuscaloosa. <laughs> went to the concert. Relived it a million times, you know? Yep. Um, do you, uh, are you like a person that like, when you go to a concert, do you watch the whole thing through your phone? Or do you, like, try to get videos of, like, songs you know that I mean, people are going to like and then get off your phone? Obviously, I'll film a little bit, but I prefer to be there in the moment. And yeah. If I do record, I try to keep it out of my line of sight so I'm enjoying the show yeah. while I'm recording. You got, like, a stern fit. You know. Well, I mean, when you're this fucking tall. Yeah, you're just, like, you, you're you like don't, holding it, but you're watching the right, guy. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. And how many artists now, like, I mean, you've been going to concerts for a long time. How many artists now are, like, you know, know you by Big Worm? Oh, shit. There's, I mean, that's your name. That's your only name. That's, that's all they know. Yeah, that's all they Literally, know. Literally, they're pissed because I won't tell them. Yeah, name. but you've been, like, you and Cameron Marlowe have become friends. Right. And, um, so Riley, if an artist puts you on the list, Riley, do they put Coles Big Worm? Nailed, Jimmy Allen. That's yeah. a good question, Mitch. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. He doesn't um, have me in his monitor. There's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Trey Lewis. He can't hear me. And of course, yeah. Yeah. The one and only. Yeah. Alex, I need to get Big Worm on All Access Pass. Right. Um, we had a little, I ran into Big Worm. You want to talk about it on the podcast? Well, I mean, anything? I don't care. So I ran into Big Worm at the Bluebird Priscilla was playing. Yeah. Randy Montana. Yeah. Who else was it? A uh, Cole Taylor. Oh, yes. That's right. Cole. Yeah. It was just those three, right? Yep. And uh, I was like, Big Worm, I ain't seen you at a show in like a year. What's going on? He was like, I'll tell you why. You pissed me off. And I was like. It's true. It's I true. told him I'd get him all access pass, and I completely forgot about it. I just, he just spaced, fucking, like, just ghosted spaced. me. And he thought that I was like, you know, I don't know. His head had gotten He thought big. I'd gotten, like, too famous yep. or, like, whatever. Yep. And I was like, fuck no, dude. You could just, you could text me and call me anytime and just cuss me out. You so, said I should have hunted you down and just kicked your ass. Yeah, you yeah. should have. Yeah. You should have. I need my yeah. own ass kicked sometimes. So, um. But yeah, dude. So we're cool now again. You know, we we planned it out. We are You're good. on the podcast. We're having a good time here in Nashville. Having a fucking great time. We got some music coming up here in a little while. We got some writers Hell rounds yes. going on. I got some of my uh, best friends in the whole world. Are you ready to spin that wheel, girl? You look excited. Spin it. You might have Let's to eat go. some gross spin pizza, that thing. but at the end of the day, you will get some free shit. So, come on, I believe you in you. It. What is your name? Y'all so- give it up for Sophie. Sophie. Let's go, Sophie. Somebody scream! Spin that thing. Spin it hard. He likes it hard. Free uh, item, free merch. Well, Get you a Dick Down in Dallas hat over there. You know Dick that's what you want. Dallas. Oh, Nick, you coming up here, my brother? Y'all give it up for Big Worm. Let's Thank go, Big you Worm. For, Big Worm. Appreciate, man. We appreciate what you do for country music, dude. We appreciate you, man. Um. Hang out with us. If you need to go to another concert, I understand. Uh oh. What's up? That's why I wouldn't let them put me in those chairs. Awesome. Let's go, Nick, with the River House shirt. Nick Luciano. How you doing, dude? Is that how you say your last name? Yes, sir. Awesome. I like the mobster. So, um, tell me about yourself, dude. Uh yeah, so uh, my name. Social? Do you like the name social media influencer? Or do you hate it? I kind of, 
I'm more of a creator. I like creator. Creator. Content you know? creator. Yeah, content yeah. creator. Like, y'all but you don't have, like, OnlyFans, right? No. Nah, okay, nah. good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm a content creator. I've been making content since I could remember. Uh, Dude Perfect was one of my inspirations, like throwing basketballs yeah, and they're the best, stuff like really. that. And then uh, when I got out of college, I got a job doing like high-speed uh, videography with the U.S. Army. Awesome. Yeah, basically like... Support our troops! Yes. Um, so I had two mentors that taught me everything about high-speed video and... Uh, then one day when COVID hit, I decided to flip the camera around and was like, you know what? I'm going to record my own thing. And uh, at that time, I had just gotten into rodeo and the Western industry. Because you're from Texas? Yeah. yeah, I live in Texas right now. I grew up in Maryland, nice. East Coast boy, and moved to Texas for college. So, And then COVID hit, and uh, I had one a, a TikTok just take off and uh, went like mega viral and boosted me to over like 5 million followers. Dude, that's awesome, man. Yeah. That's so. great. Um, do you uh, feel like people like from your hometown maybe view, view you differently, or is, and is it weird? Uh, I don't know. I think it's kind of cool. Like my my hometown. It's a funny story. My dad just hired like a temp worker at his uh, at his job, like where he his business. And he's like, you look like somebody I follow on TikTok. <laughs> like, not knowing that that was my dad at all. And he's like, this is him. And my dad was like, that's, that's my son. And Damn. like, he was actually, that was the first time, because my dad still doesn't understand what I do. Because yeah. I quit a six-figure government job with like benefits forever. And um, so um, that was kind of cool. I think people in my hometown are kind of like rooting for me in a sense. So, Yeah. Do you ever think about like leaving and moving to somewhere here like Nashville or anything like that? I don't know. I just I just love the Texas vibes. Yeah, I love you, I love Nash, but uh, Texas and, and that red dirt vibe and Yeah, everything. and the deal with your with you is you can just pick up and go anytime you need to, right? Oh yeah. 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 And you have your own brand, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we I have uh, my own brand Luchana Western Wear and then we're here with with my boys right here. These are the Tratterhouse guys. Helping uh, give it up for them. Come on! Thank y'all for being here. Appreciate yeah, it. uh, helping promote Riverhouse artists on CMA Week. So oh, yeah. doing big things. I got fun. a question for you. So, like, when you've gone viral, what do your DMs look like? Uh, they're they're interesting. For you got any sure. crazy ones? You got any screenshots? You got any crazy stories on? Uh, that? Shoot, there's got to be some screenshots in the group chat. There's, I mean, it's more spam than anything. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I try to check them every once in a while, but, I mean. Are most, there wild ones, though, or is it just, like, regular, like, hey, you're cute? No, I mean, most of them are, like, hey, like, you're cute. And, then, well, one girl was, like, she was, like, um, <laughs> you forgot, like, your job application is still here. Like, I was just wondering if you still needed a job. And I was like, well, like I actually like it sparked my interest. I was like, did I apply for something? Like, what what's going on yeah. here? So I replied. I was like, where at? And she's like, oh, like you left your boyfriend application. Uh, so they'll be doing stuff like silly. that. That's and then pretty smooth. Some of them are funny. Honor's gonna put that in his notes. Did I steal on that for sure? Hey, some of them, some of them are funny. Like uh, I got a DM. It was uh, it was Steph Curry shooting. Yeah. But the basketball was like blurred out, and it said hi. <laughs> like shooting my shot, so I thought that was funny. That's pretty good. That is good. I like that. So, are you dating or do you do you have a girlfriend? No, I'm single right now. He's single yeah. like a middle finger. Oh, ladies, 
Kendra's what's uh, what's your go to slide in move? Yeah, are you a DM? Sli- you like slide in DMs or not really? Nah, I'm not. I'm not a. D- I, I'm kind of more of like, like old a, school. Old school, like organic in like a personal setting and catch a vibe and then go from there. So uh, a lot of people don't know this. Some people do, but I was married for six years. I'm 35, so I'm old as fuck in Nashville years. But um, when I first got divorced. I, I got on um, those dating sites like Bumble and like all that stuff. Yeah. And uh, man, that was just a whole weird world world for me. You know, it's like it's brutal. Yeah. Yeah. So weird. Um, you know, it's like it's so funny now because like I, I mean, you know, when you move to Nashville, it's like oh, I'm gonna get on Bumble, and I don't know about this, but Hinge, whatever it is, I don't know if y'all are like me, but when I got on there, it was just like. A no-look, swipe right, whoever you could get to match, you know? And that's how guys do it. Girls actually, like, go through that shit, you know? Oh, We're yeah. just... Guys are just looking for somebody willing to hang out, you know? Yeah. And, uh... That's a nice way to put it. Yeah. There's so many people that, uh... The Bonner looks. Well, he I'm trying to edit myself a little bit here, you know? <laughs> I am pretty explicit. But, um... I would always just, like, try to find... But I've had people come up to me and been like... Yeah, I matched with you on Bumble like four years ago, and I'm like, fuck me, you know? <laughs> That'll make you delete it quick. Yeah, it's terrible. I just don't meet the high requirement. It's like the things you look at on on uh, on the internet at night when you're alone, mm-hmm. and the next day you're so embarrassed, you know, by what you, like, looked at that you delete your history right then and there. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I deleted all those apps. Like, I, I have a love-hate history yeah. with those apps. It's like you delete them, re-download, re- yeah. delete them, re-download. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, I would like download them, pay for for it, you know, to yeah. get unlimited swipes, and then delete it the next day. Yeah, it's like I just find myself being like so unproductive. You yeah. have like eight different messages, and you're like, just sometimes it just doesn't even come to anything because yeah. you're like, this is whack, and then you just um, delete it. So can we talk about? Sure. So y'all, Nick Nick is six months sober, right? Let's go. Yeah. That's awesome. Congrats. Yeah. So Sweet. what brought that on? So, I mean, I never truly had, like, uh, like a problem with alcohol. I had a huge problem with vaping. Like, oh, nice. Vaping, I vaped since I was probably, like, 13. Oh, wow. Right? Um, so I decided to do both at once, like, alcohol and vaping. Just, nice. like, cold turkey. Are you going to quit forever? Are you just going to one day at a time it, or? I'm, I'm, I'm taking it one day at a time. I, I think, you know, I'm, I'm aiming for that year mark, right? Yeah. And it's been really inspirational on my socials. Like, when we went out on the pontoon boat yesterday... Yeah. I made a little video, like, because I was, I was drinking with y'all, but I was just doing, doing water. You yeah, know what I mean? that was cool. And I made a video that said, like, hey, this is how you have fun without alcohol. Yeah. Right? Like, we were playing flip cup, doing everything, and just, I'm just using water, you know? So, if, I got a question for you. Uh-huh. So, if you would have, like, met me this week, and I would have never said anything about my sobriety, um, would you have known that I was sober? Would you think I was just, like, hammered? I, I... I don't know. I mean, I, you're a pretty chill guy. I would have said you were pretty yeah. sober. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I would have thought you were shit faced. <laughs> <laughs> you were like twerking on the boat, and it's like 10 a.m. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I thought I like. Dude, I got vibe, that so. boat party lit yesterday. I just want to say I did. Dude, that was fun. And everybody was, was like hungover. I was like, come on, y'all just got to get with it. What Let's was that go. first song you played on the boat? Um, uh, Always you. Yeah. Yeah, that's that my was new one that I'm pumping on TikTok. Y'all be sure to go check it out. Let's blow it up. Yeah, that was a banger. I really like that dude. song. I appreciate it. We're gonna I posted it on my Instagram story, and I got a lot of DMs like, dude, oh, I awesome, need this man. song. So, you got a lot of followers, so yeah. that's cool, you know. Um, 
Well, dude, thanks for uh, being on the DM Monday podcast. Oh, thank you. For me. And, uh, it's you with No, hair. we're not doing that. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> Hell yeah, let me see we'll that. We're going to Kenzie. This is my first record that came out in 2013. I'm real embarrassed by it. Um, we have two of them, so if you want more, starting at $50, you can get it. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm good. We're going to have one more guest. Zeb, get up here. Nick, give me a hug, man. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Let's go, Zeb. Zip, 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 zip. What questions are we asking Zip? Everything. I don't know. Nick, thank you. Where do you get your haircut at? Do you shave your chest? He has a personal uh, hair cutter that comes to him. He gets a cut every eleven. Is it colored too? Eleven. No, I don't know about every color. eleven days. Awesome. But he get he, the hair guy comes to him every eleven days. Y'all give it up for Zeb Luster. Yeah. Do you want a Bud Light? Will this chair hold Seltzer? me? Seltzer. Your phone's still. Your name's still saved in my phone as Zeb Lobster. I was <laughs> trying to. I was trying to hide in the back, but that didn't work out. Oh yeah. Welcome to the okay. stage. Welcome to the stage. You want a beer? Are I'm you, all right. I'm going had sober. Of those. Zeb, I want to start off of strong. Those. What was your first impression of Trey? Do you remember where it was? What he was doing? How real are we being right now? All the way real. <laughs> All the way. Uh, let's just. I thought Trey was a good person. I didn't take Trey serious as a uh, as a music artist, if I'm being honest. Yeah. But and then what? You still don't? No, I love it. I mean, <laughs> me and Trey go way back now. There's no filter. True. So what changed from that first impression to now? I think uh, a lot about Nashville, there's just a lot of people here trying to be someone who they're not. And I think that Trey is truly him through and through. And once you get to know him and see that, I mean, y'all have heard the story about how, why he put out Dick Down in Dallas and all of that. But I think that really and truly, no one's going to hustle harder than Trey does. And yeah. his music speaks for itself now and I think that he just needed the platform and the right team to help him find those songs and make that happen and he was going to make it happen whether he had us at Riverhouse or anyone on his team for that matter it just took time and I think that I got the wrong impression by Trey because I branded him for Dick Down in Dallas instead of who he was as a person and once I peeled back that layer and got to see what what that was it was very clear that he yeah. had what it takes, and he's going to have what it takes, and he's going to continue to hustle every day, all day. What an answer. Awesome. That's a great answer. answer. I'm going to cry. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Hell yeah. So who cut your hair? His and how often? Is, his name is Curtis. Oh, every and, 11 uh, days. He used to work at the block house. Oh, yeah. Do you go there? No, you told me about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. He lives in uh, Hendersonville now, but he, shout out to Kurt. Uh, he cuts hair in a few different places around town, but uh, he goes to my... I go to his house and get my haircut every 10 to 12 days. That's awesome. How often? 10 to 12 days. <laughs> what if it goes to like 14? Do you start getting anxious? Uh, that's going to happen this coming week, so we just got to <laughs> let it Do you think you'll ever go bald? I will not go bald, but I'll be fully gray in the next five years probably. <laughs> Salt and pepper, baby. You're going to be a silver yeah, fox. There. Yeah. That'll be awesome. What was your first impression of Mitch? Yeah. Probably I, love lo me. I honestly love Mitch. Yeah. I mean, are we allowed to talk about? I worked at Riverhouse yeah, for Mitch a year. Yeah, Mitch worked with me for a little while um, at Riverhouse, and I think Mitch is, as everyone knows, he's his own spirit and wanted to do his own thing and have <laughs> his own company, and he's not good in a 
I don't want to say a corporate environment, but he's not good in an environment where he's got to check emails or do anything that's not creative. So <laughs> we figured it out, and look look where he's at now. That's right. Hell yeah. Um, so for the people that don't know, tell them what your job title is. So I work at Riverhouse, which is a record label here in town. Uh, clearly. Riverhouse, baby! Hit him with that title. The title's not important. Hit him with the title. Hit him with the title. Uh, I'm the VP at Riverhouse. But yeah, so if you're an up-and-coming artist, just DM him. DM do not DM. Yeah, yeah just send him all your songs. your songs to Zay. Yeah, y'all were talking about DMs. He's you looking talk for about talent. DMs? He's looking for talent. Yes, DM him all your demos every time you write a song. I get uh, about twice a day I get songs sent in my DMs. Hey, my favorite thing is when I applied at Riverhouse, I had met Zeb a couple times, and I messaged him. I DM'd him, and I said, hey, dude. I'm about to apply for this job at Riverhouse. Do you have any tips or anything I should put in my resume to help with whoever I'm interviewing with? And he replied and said, you're interviewing with me. And I was like, fuck, not getting that job. But he got it. He did get it. So you're, you're working, we've been working hard on my record and uh, we've got this Troublemakers thing coming out. It's gonna be the, yeah. be the title track of the record. But I know that you're working with several other artists, too, within the label and stuff. Um, Austin Snell. Yeah. Talk about him some. Shout out to you wearing a shirt yesterday. He yeah. texted me about that. Yeah, of course. And, by the way, I bought it on the website. That's what it's all about, y'all. That Let is. me tell you something. That's what it's all about. Just because you know somebody, you know, that owns a brand or is an artist, you don't ask them for shit. You go buy it. Support your, support your friends. That's what I'm saying. You're right. Go ahead. Sorry. I had to get him uh, on soapbox for a minute. <laughs> I mean, what do you want me to just talk yeah, about? Yeah, just talk about how you met him and, and all how that came to play. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I honestly, right as weird as it sounds, I slid in Austin's DMs. The DMs. Uh, he, was, um, he was in the Air Force, and he covered a Ray Fulcher song, and we were at a wedding, and Ray showed me a video and was like, hey, this kid's really good. You should... Uh, you should look it up. So he sent me the video, and I sent him a message. and was just What like, song was it? Good question. I'll have to go back and look. Anything like you dance? That. Do what? Anything like you dance? You no, dance. It, was a, it was a Ray Fulcher song. Ray, it, Ray oh. had, it was a song that Ray had put out, and he had covered it. And Ray was like, normally people who send me this is not, not as good as him, so you should look at it. And Ray sent me the, his Instagram, and the only person I think that had messaged him was Ray's Rowdy at the time. And they were commenting on his stuff. And he was in the Air Force. He was just Ray's doing Rowdy's cover videos. And uh, I just was like, hey, if you want to move to Nashville or you're considering it, like, just reach out. And he sent me a message like six months later and was like, I think I'm going to get out of the Air Force and try to figure out how to get to Nashville. Will you help me out? And so I just kind of told him, you know, you got to move here. You got to figure it out. And he did. He moved here and uh, was riding with a bunch of his friends who are now all getting publishing deals and around town that you all probably know. And uh they all just kind of came up together and he sent me excuse the mess and was like i think i want to put this out but bailey zimmerman asked to put it on hold what should i do and i said you should trust your gut and he reached out and asked bailey if he could have the song back and released it kept pushing it on tiktok and he had like four or five videos that were exploding and i was like dude do you have a pre-save like what's the plan he was like i don't know i just want to put it out and so i helped him make the pre-save and yeah. Brought him into the office and introduced him to the team, and then next thing you know, we were off to the races. Now he's on the radio. Y'all went to New York. He was on the bill, you know, the marquees up there. Yeah. How awesome is that? It's, it's wild. Yesterday yeah, was 
He posted a photo on his Instagram. If you guys go look it up, he played the reverb stage yesterday, and it was packed out. And That's they nice. were all singing the words to the songs that are on SiriusXM. So it's pretty wild to see. And I think that, I mean, Trey, you've seen it with the song, and I think you're going to see it a lot more in the near future. But I think it's just wild to see how how quick things can change whenever the momentum's there and you're constantly pushing it. And once, unfortunately, everyone thinks when you have that little break, you have to take your foot off the gas. But at that point, you got to hammer down and yeah. double down on everything to make it happen. All gas, no brakes. All right, how about Reed Halton? You know how I feel about Reed. Yeah, one of my. He's favorites. wearing the shirt. I'm right actually going to dip out Reed a little Halton early is from today. From Alabama, to y'all. He's. Uh, I've known yeah, him for yeah. a long time. He's a great artist. He went to Auburn. Went to Auburn. Roll Tide. Yeah, Reed. Uh, Reed Southern rock leaning. Sings his ass off. Works harder than a lot of people that I know. And really understands who he is as an artist. And I think that's important for a young person is if you can sing anything, you get really distracted. But for him, he really found the lane and what he wanted to do. And he's okay if he never ends up on radio because it's what he loves to sing. And I think that's what's going to make it work. If you have any advice for people either watching or in the crowd that are like up-and-coming artists, um, you know, trying to figure out this crazy Nashville life, what would your uh, advice be? My first advice would be, if you have a plan B, go home. Did you hear that? If you have a plan B, go home. Because you can't have a plan B if you want to make it work. And the other thing is, work harder than everyone around you, because no one really cares how good you are until someone else does. So if you're not outworking everyone and putting yourself in front of everyone else who might be able to give you an opportunity, then you're not working hard enough. Well, hell yeah. Zeb, thank you for being on the DM Monday podcast. Yeah. Awesome. Y'all be sure if you're an up-and-coming artist to DM Zeb all your demos. (laughs) Um, Come here. No, no. No, no, we ain't doing that. That face is disgusting. I'm not eating any more of that. Um, Thank y'all for watching, hanging out with us for the DM Monday podcast. We have a writer's round coming up next. We have Davis Corley. He wrote the title track uh, on my record. We've written a ton of songs together of mine. Um, We got Tommy Carlos. He's a great songwriter, a number one songwriter. Um, And we've got Matt McKinney, the writer of Dick Down in Dallas. Yeah. And Alex Maxwell. So, um, and I'm going to get up and play a few, and then we're doing a full band show at 4:30. So y'all hang out, and uh, we'll see you after all that. Hopefully, I got all that info right. If I didn't, Matt Burrell will uh, tell y'all. Thank y'all. We'll see y'all in a minute. Like your hand in mine does too It was always you I was looking for